Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And you are here, Buffalo's only show that focuses on local businesses in Western New York. Buffalo means business on News Radio 930 WBEN. I am Buddy Shula. Nice to have you here for the program as we do 6 to 7 o'clock every Saturday night. We are here with Independent Health right now and Deirdre Wheat, who's a a doctor and a medical director for quality disease and case management for Independent Health. And uh, the doctor has uh, been with us before. She's been a guest on several programs that I've uh, had the pleasure of hosting and this is a great wealth of knowledge if you're wondering about COVID-19 and you want to talk about that I've realized we've been talking about it for almost two years but things are changing rapidly here and this year like right as we speak um, Dr. Wheat there is a lot more people right now that I know who are positive for COVID okay do you feel that there's a lot more people too? There are, you know, we're seeing it among friends and relatives and co-workers. It's really the Omicron variant that we're seeing spreading throughout the community. We know it's much more transmissible than previous types of variants that we've seen with COVID so far. So how does, how does this, how does this affect the person? Because the people I know who have it or who've had it, these people that I talk to say it has not been as bad as they thought. You know, it's so interesting. There have been a range of symptoms all along with COVID. But with the Omicron, we're seeing many cases where the illnesses are pretty mild. Some people may not even know they have COVID or it could be something as simple as a stuffy nose that might arouse someone's suspicion. Then we go on to the more severe cases and particularly among those who are not vaccinated or who have other issues to their health. They're the ones that may suffer the really severe illness where they wind up in hospitals. But at the same time as saying that, we aren't seeing the ICU admissions and the deaths that we might have expected with a variant like this, which so far is telling us that probably we won't see the severity of illness that we've seen previously. So even even people who have been boosted and who have been uh, fully vaccinated, they're getting this uh, as well. Uh, and I'm talking about not everybody in the world, but the people I know. Uh, they're getting this as well, but like you kind of just alluded to, they're not, it, it's not really as bad for them. Uh, right. 
Yeah, you know, and, and it's a strange thing because you think, oh, gosh, I've been vaccinated, I've been boosted, I shouldn't be getting this. But what we're we are seeing is that even those who have been fully vaccinated and boosted can get this variant, but it will prevent them from getting seriously ill and potentially dying from COVID. That's the really great benefit of vaccinations. Um, we aren't likely to see it fully prevent illness, but we can see it prevent severe illness. So how do we, again, let's talk about preventive um, things to do. Is it still, is this, is this Omicron, is this the same kind of way you prevent you know, the COVID we were talking about a year ago, um, is it still the mask wearing, the distancing, the things like that? Yeah, you know, those are such important public health measures even now. And I think probably most people know them in their sleep. We've been hearing it for so long. One of the slight differences with this is that we'll see, and, and we've seen it in Erie County, especially with mask distributions, a lot of the mask wearers are now using N95, if it's at all available, or masks with multiple layers to help prevent transmission since this particular variant is so easily spread. So that might be one of the differences that we're seeing is, is really searching for those high quality masks that fit well onto the face. But everything else is pretty much the same. Keep up the hand hygiene, keep up the social distancing if we're not really sure what others vaccination status might be and we're out in public places, avoid big crowded places as well if you're concerned about getting COVID or if you're at risk for maybe a potentially more serious illness. So I would think 80,000 people at a stadium without masks uh, is like a crowded place. Um, you know, is I see, you know, obviously we've seen football games and events and things like that, that I'm searching for anyone wearing a mask and standing six feet apart and I'm not seeing it. Uh, and many of the big venues that we're seeing, there's lots of requirements uh, in place for those kind of big events, uh, such as uh, needing to see vaccination status ahead of time and maintaining the distance where possible and including the hand hygiene in bigger events. So there are precautions being taken uh, for those bigger events to keep people as safe as possible. So is this still, is this variant, uh, is this a respiratory variant still? Yep, still very much the same. It comes in through the nose, inhaled uh, into the mucosa of the nose, so the lining of the nose and throat, and moves down. So those people who end up with the more serious illnesses, unfortunately, what we tend to see happen is that infection tend to move further down into the lungs and cause a more serious illness. But everything else is very similar, yeah. So, um, so are we saying that you can't get this by touching a surface or can you still get it by touching surfaces? There certainly have been um, case reports where surfaces uh, potentially were a source, but generally it's more the aerosolized particles. So in other words, from person to person transmission through the air rather than on surfaces themselves. Okay. So somebody like sneezes in your face, you, you're probably going to worry about that a little bit. Yeah, you want to take your precautions, right? That That's not the ideal situation, I'm sure, for anything, including other respiratory viruses that we're seeing around this time of year. All right. So, again, we're here with uh, Dr. Deidre Wheat, who is a uh, doctor with Independent Health, Medical Director of Quality Disease and Case Management. We have some new quarantine and isolation requirements now. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, you know. 
just recently, uh, CDC updated those isolation and quarantine uh, recommendations, and you can find them on the CDC website. And New York State has also updated their recommendations in accordance with the CDC. Of course, all the stuff still changes rather frequently. So if there's any question at all, reference those. But generally, what we've seen is the recommendation for isolating uh, changed. So in other words, isolation refers to someone who's ill with COVID. So they, they have diagnosed COVID. So those folks who are fully vaccinated and those folks who haven't been vaccinated are still recommended to isolate, but that isolation time has been cut down to five days, whereas it was 10 days previously. Uh, so in quarantine then is for those folks who are exposed, but they don't have any symptoms. So those folks who are fully vaccinated now don't need to quarantine, uh, but those folks who are not fully vaccinated are still recommended to quarantine if they've been exposed to someone that we know has COVID. Interesting. I mean, so a lot of the quarantine stuff and the isolation depends on whether you've had the vaccination and and the booster shot. So that changes the game in a lot of these cases here and what we're talking about. Um, you know, and we've talked about before uh, about getting your vaccination if you haven't had one, about people sitting on the fence still about that. And certainly uh, the booster recommendation now has changed a little bit too. Um, isn't the booster now you can maybe get it earlier if you want to? That's right. That's also been changed. Based on the data, it looks like the more effective way of getting the boosters after five months instead of after six months, which it was previously. Um, so it gives us the opportunity to get that booster in. So, you know, it's worth checking your vaccine card if you've had that vaccine to make sure that if you haven't had your booster, you might not be eligible with that time difference. And, you know, as a doctor, it's in your, your opinion that people who can get the vaccine should get the vaccine. That's right. The evidence is really uh, overwhelming to say that the vaccine is really helpful in protecting us from serious COVID-related illness and death. So there's very few people that may not be eligible for the vaccine. And of course, we do recognize that there are those folks out there. Um, so it's not necessarily for everyone, but for the vast majority of the public, uh, most people are eligible now, including younger children. The last time we spoke about it, we we're still waiting for uh, kids to have approval for vaccine. So that has even changed since the last time we talked. So it's still all uh, evolving every day and every week. So here we are on the beginning of January. Uh, what, what types of things like flying, for instance, a lot of people are taking or thinking about, you know, their spring vacations. Um, do you see anything wrong in your opinion, if you're masked up and, and stuff like that being in an airplane, for instance? You know, these are really interesting questions because they come down, I think, to everyone's personal comfort with risk. So depending on how comfortable a person feels, so taking a potential risk, right? Because even just leaving our house every day, there's a risk for something. So it's really all this constant 
um, perception of what's my risk versus the benefit. So by taking proper precautions of flying, by doing the, the thing that we can do that's most effective, which is getting vaccinated, and then taking precautions while flying. And during that traveling, even around the airport or, or let's say the bus terminal or train terminal, anywhere you are, taking those precautions, trying to you know keep distance, keep the hands washed, keep your mask on, um, those types of things can really help. But it comes down, it's hard to give advice on something like this because it really depends on the individual and also their consideration of their own personal risk factors for disease, right? That plays into their whole idea of what's risky for them. So it's, it's a loaded question. Let's put it that way. All right. We have about um, two minutes left or so. Are there any promising treatments do you see? Yeah, you know, we've even the last uh, couple of weeks, we've seen some uh, new changes there, too. We've got uh, a couple of new antiviral medications that were recently approved by the FDA. There is limited availability of them, but we hope that that will improve over time. So these are, I like to think of them as, as similar to medication that we get if we've had a flu or a flu exposure, that Tamiflu that we all have um, heard about. So these two treatments are similar. They're antiviral medications. Uh, they're taken for five days and it tends to be for uh, those who have symptoms of and that are at high risk of getting serious COVID illness. It hasn't been approved yet for preventing COVID for those who've had exposures, but we do have this really promising treatment that's easy. Uh, it's a few pills, depending on which medication that one might be prescribed. One is three pills a day, three pills twice a day for five days, and the other is four pills twice a day for five days. Um, so I think we'll hear more about that. The other thing that we're seeing in the community too, that's been around for a while, that's uh, very effective is monoclonal antibody infusions. And those are available for those at high risk of uh, serious disease, whether they have symptoms or have been had a significant exposure. So those are two things that if you fall into that group or you have symptoms or concerned that you may have a serious exposure or you're worried about getting COVID um, uh, with some symptoms and you've tested positive, contact your healthcare provider because there are a couple of options available. Okay. One more question for you really, really quick. We're into winter. So do you see that, do you see a peak here anytime soon in, in 30 seconds? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if we're seeing a peak in uh, this set of COVID activity fairly soon, uh, maybe in a few days to a week, hopefully. Uh, it seems probably related to this holiday period. Um, so hopefully we will see this peak and then a decreasing activity. It's really hard to tell though, um, but that would be, if I had to make a prediction, that's what my guess would be on previous data and trends that we've seen before. You're always a wealth of knowledge when we're talking about uh, COVID. Dr. Deidre Wheat, who is the uh, Medical Director of Quality Disease and Case Management for Independent Health. Doctor, it is always nice to talk to you and thank you for taking uh, your time to talk to us. We certainly appreciate it today. Oh, thank you so much, buddy. Thanks for having me on and I'll see you next time. And best of luck and stay healthy. Thank you. And you are listening to News Radio 930 WBEN. This is Buffalo Means Business. I'm Buddy Shula and we'll be right back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.